Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. He's like a superhero without the costume. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. All the facts aren't out yet. Uh, the police, I'm sure, are looking into it, and I'm sure that uh, when they uh, put all the pieces together, uh, they'll make a statement. So until then, uh, I, nobody should guess what's happening, and uh, we just have to sit and wait. There's uh, Mr. Paul Godfrey in uh, conversation with Global News on uh, the deaths of Barry and Honey Sherman. Uh, Mr. Sherman was the CEO and chairman of Apotex the pharmaceutical company that was founded in this country. A lot of talk, uh, a lot of uh, reporting, and uh, the family not happy with some of the things that were reported and some of the things police said or speculated, perhaps. Ross McLean joins me, former Toronto police officer and security specialist. His Facebook page is Crime, Power, and Politics. Ross, good to speak with you. Uh, if you're uh, if you're investigating um, a situation, a tragic situation like this, where do you begin? Yeah, it's it's really quite the story, Roy. I was actually at the scene of uh, of the deaths on the Friday. I was I was over actually at the local division at the time, working on another uh, case for somebody doing some work when when the call came in for the deaths. And first off, I just want to say uh, our our thoughts are with the family, definitely uh, with the friends. As, as you well know, Roy, uh, people throughout the world love this couple. They cared about this couple more so than just the fact that they were wealthy and they gave money and they were very good philanthropically. But I think that the family's concerned that they want them remembered in that light, not in light of the most recent tragic circumstances. So that, that being said, we have the police who are on scene who received the call uh, from a person reported to be the realtor who went into the home and found the bodies and called 911. Uh, police have attended at the scene. Ambulance attended at the scene. Fire attended at the scene. They left the bodies there. There was no attempt really to take them and go save them, so they would have found them in a condition they thought they were already dead. The forensic pathologist, Roy, attended the scene, and the coroner both attended the scene on the Friday afternoon. They both attended and left. And the homicide squad has not been contacted to take over the lead in the investigation. So that's what the police are working with. That's why they've deemed it a suspicious death at this time. So when the homicide squad is not contacted and it's uh, 48 hours plus later, that speaks to what? Well, there's an indication. I even noticed when I was on the scene, uh, Roy, when you're at a homicide scene, there's a certain energy or electricity that's in the air amongst the amongst the officers that are there, the activity that's going on. Right. And, I, and I have to tell you, when I was at the scene, the snow was falling, it was quiet. There just wasn't that sort of energy or activity that I saw that one would normally see around something 
had it been predicted to be a homicide of this of this magnitude. So the the police are investigating. There has been some reporting that they're looking at this as a uh, murder suicide. There ha- that's unconfirmed, but I know there are sources uh, who who've, who've laid that out as to why they're, it's probably not going any harder than that. But the police, they're doing the autopsies. Uh, they started them yesterday afternoon. They'll have the full results, and they'll deal with the family as to what the, the cause was. And if that's the case, if it was something other than a criminal act, then the, the family will have to deal with informing the public. Yeah, and as far as police are concerned, they can only tell you what they can tell you, and that is they can tell you what they see, what they observe, and where they are in the investigation. And they can't, they can't, they can't make up a story. They have to tell you what the way things appear to them. That's that's exactly right. But as I said, based on the activity that I see and the way this is reported, and and since the family has complained, though, I'll tell you this: everybody's uh, really gotten a lot quieter, and there's not a lot, whole lot of talk going on or chatter going on now mm-hmm. about what happened with them. Uh, but look, we'll have to wait and find out what the answer to this is. We can never look into the lives of people, Roy, as you know. And despite the fact whether they're wealthy or not, know the challenges that face those families. Yeah. And the instances that go on, we don't know. And as I said, I think the family wants them remembered uh, for the magnificent people they were. I tell you, my phone's been ringing off the hook from people who knew them, saying they absolutely cannot believe that this is the case. There must be, there must be something more to it, because no one wants to believe that about people that they, they love so much. You know, there are exceptional people in the world who managed then also to do the exceptional. And that is a very, very rare combination and uh, Mr. and Mrs. Sherman were those people. They were the exceptional people who did the exceptional and did so much good for people and for for uh, organizations and the philanthropic work. And that is what everyone wants to remember. That's and that's what people should remember. Absolutely, they should. And and I'll I'll just say from the family's point of view, Roy, one of the toughest things you can do as a police officer is you have to do a, a death notification. And one of the things you learn just in general is that people, when you first tell them it's an unexpected passing of somebody right. through tragic or criminal circumstances, one of the first things they do is go into denial about it, not wanting to believe it until they can tell for themselves for it. So I trust that the police and victim services and, and others are helping to guide the family through this. Horrific for the family, difficult for the police as well, for the individual oh, police the, officers. Oh, listen, I can tell you. I, I've been to some scenes that would keep me awake for for months afterwards, sort of thing. So yeah, it's difficult for for everybody involved in this one. And you know, God bless the family. And as I said, uh, they are sorely missed. I, I can't believe the the outpouring that I'm hearing from people who just they just can't believe this of this man and this yeah. woman. So yeah. we'll have to wait and see for more details, Roy. Most definitely, Ross. Thank you very much for the time. I appreciate it. Thank you, Roy. Ross McLean, and um, you can find Ross on Facebook. Crime, Power, and Politics, former Toronto police officer and security specialist. Now, after the break, Alex Pearson is going to be back with us. She's the host of On Point on uh, Global News Radio, a new radio program in the evenings. um, And uh, depending on where you are in Canada, you will hear Alex. She is an amazing talent, uh, initially in television, now radio. And uh, she's going to talk to us about Dellen Millard and Mark Smith, these Two horrific human beings. Many more call them human beings, but you're horrific individuals who uh, committed the uh, the murders. The second one they were convicted of yesterday, the murder of Laura Babcock, and prior to that, Tim Bosma, 
uh, from Ancaster, Ontario, Laura Babcock from uh, from Toronto. Alex reported on the Tim Bosma trial day after day after day, and she got to see Smitch and Millard uh, up close. And I know that it's impacted her tremendously. She's going to talk to us about what she saw, what she remembers, and what really should be going on. Don't go away.